You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Hey, welcome back to the show. Welcome to season four of CXMH. My name is Robert Vore. I'm one of your hosts, and I am joined by my co-host, Dr. Holly Oxhandler. Holly, welcome to season four. How are you? Yay! I'm doing well. How are you doing, Robert? I am doing well. I'm ex- excited to record this episode <laughs> with you. Again. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, for the third time for that me for you. So correct. Yes. This, uh, yes. Episode. So if you, uh, you know, you're rolling up and thinking, how come these, you know, people I listen to have it all together and everything works great? Uh, yeah. This is the third full time we have recorded yes. this episode. Yes. There are two other versions in existence that we can't access or <laughs> for some reason. So, uh, right. It ha- you know, hey, we're right there with you in in having uh, life just be life. Do what it does. That's yeah. right. That is exactly yeah. right, man. Got to keep those yeah. palms open and just roll with it. Sometimes, right? Yeah. So, <sighs> Holly, I. You know, I feel like I've asked you this before and I might know the answer, but how has your time off been since maybe, you know what, maybe, you know, as you're talking through it, the first two times you kind of processed some maybe, and you have yes. a different outlook on it now. So, That's uh, right. How has your life been since uh, May or June? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think. That's a good way of putting it. I have had two wonderful opportunities to process. And so now our listeners are getting the new and revised version. <laughs> the most, like the most, yeah, whatever. No, the time off has been amazing. I just, I, I'm so glad that we got to take the summer off just to rest and sit down CXMH for a little bit to pick up some other things in our lives that, you know, needed some tending to, um, including taking care of ourselves and loved ones and um, just getting a chance to kind of unplug from thinking about CXMH so that we can dream a little bit more intentionally about kind of what's ahead too. So um, Yeah. yeah, so the time off was great. And I'm sure we'll, you know, Based on our last two experiences, I'm sure we'll talk <laughs> about this a little bit more um, moving forward. But I want to hear from you. Like, how was your time off? Yeah, it was good. It was, and it was different than I predicted. Right when we, mm. the last one we had, where we talked about what we were going to do, it was. It ended up being some different types of rest, and you know, where I had said, "Hey, here's this list of books I'm going to read and things like that." It yeah. ended up. Of a different type of rest, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't bad or anything like that, right? It's, it's right. easy to say, oh, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And so I, I, you know, kind of missed it somehow. But I think it, it was good kind of in discovering a different type of stepping back from things that mm-hmm. maybe I haven't done in a couple of years, just based on like schedule and, and kind of the rhythm that I've gotten into of being used to kind of being on the go and needing yeah. to use quote unquote, spare time to still be productive in some sense, like when I was in grad school and things like that. And so to to rest in a different way of just not doing much and, and creating some intentional space for my brain to just exist by itself without like listening to input, right? Like podcasts, yeah. things like that uh, was actually a, a really interesting experience for me 
because that's a, a hard thing. It's not kind of my default. Yeah. So to like kind of exist by myself or that sounds weird. I didn't like go out in the woods or anything. <laughs> like, but yeah. On my drive, listening to instrumental music instead of anything with words or podcasts or things like that or spending yeah. time like, in the in more quiet spaces was mm. very challenging for me. But I think also on the, the backside of that was like some really good, interesting processing for myself, but also just that I learned that that space is actually, I think, really important for me, even though it's like really hard for me, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. And I, and I know as we've talked about, you know, our summers and conversation just between you and I, but then also our previous attempts to record this episode, you know, we've talked about how important it is that each of us have our own individual, unique needs and ways of doing things. And, um, and what may be helpful for you in this season may not necessarily help others, but the fact that you were able to discern more intentionally, like, what are the things that I need to do for me this summer to take care of me, like with the instrumental music and, um, just kind of setting this down. I think that's really good. So yeah, yeah it's good. So yeah. And it, I think it, I just, I do think it takes like, because most of our, I guess, kind of like defaults probably aren't to like the things that are going to maybe grow us the most or things like that, right? Because our defaults are to what's comfortable. And so getting through right. the initial, if you say, hey, I think I'm going to try this new way of resting or things like that. I think getting through kind of the initial discomfort of it, obviously, yeah. if, it, if it's very alarming to you, like right away, then you should listen to that and, and sort through like, maybe this actually isn't something that I need. But if it's just like, ah, I, I really would rather listen to something else or I really would rather scroll through my yes, phone or right. do something other than like sitting here with my thoughts because they are uncomfortable. Like just being existing as my own self is uncomfortable. And so I have this, then I think maybe that is uh, maybe even a good sign to say, oh, can I, can I press into that and say, that's okay because I'm not used to this. That's right. But can I like, get over that first bit and get into the second bit, which is, oh, okay, this actually is is kind of okay. Like I feel safe with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten out of the like, yeah. of it. which again, there's, there's obviously a difference between that and like a, you know, a physical reaction of like, this is not good for me. Right. So, no, that's you know. absolutely right. Yeah. I think discernment is key, like discerning, like what's too much and what can you do and how can we take these little steps? You know, just like when we would talk about like centering prayer, I remember a few times we would talk about that last season, you know, we, like we wouldn't say, okay, go sit down for 30 minutes and meditate because that might be really hard to do at first. But like, how do you discern what is it that you can do right now that is going to be helpful for you? And and especially in the spirit of what we're talking about with this last summer, like what are things that we can do that are going to fill us up rather than deplete us in terms of actually restoring us and, and helping us through, you know, this season of rest rather than like numbing yeah. out, which, you know, we talked right. in our last couple of episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about that. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad that you had some opportunities to do that this summer. Yeah. And I, I think... Because a lot of people, particularly when it comes to rest and, you know, we we weren't setting out to like make a whole episode about rest necessarily, yeah. but I think a lot of people say, well, I don't have time to take like a whole summer off of my job or whatever it is, right? I mean, right. neither do we. That's, yeah, right, that's, that's right. Of, this, <laughs> yes. of our jobs, but right. I think 
what I'm what I'm gonna try to do with that because I'm prob I mean I'm back on like social media and I, mm. I do like podcasts and so it's not like a hey I've sh- necessarily shifted my whole life but I do think how how can I work those in in like throughout the day right so That's like, can I take right. five minutes and not do something on my computer or like just sit there and not have to scroll through my phone right but so utilizing some of what I've learned in those maybe that bigger time span that I had to experiment with it mm-hmm. and say how can I incorporate that through my day because. The reality is nobody has a whole summer usually to take off and try new things to rest. That's right. right. Like that's not realistic. Right. And, and, you know, don't feel that like that's what we're expecting. No, like, gosh, no. But, but I think the summer does, there are in some ways, there, uh, there, there, t- there can be some freedom or some space to basically experiment with ways to take care of you or ways to set some things down so that you can pick up other habits or practices or ways of being, um, which was kind of the heartbeat behind what we had talked about when we wrapped up season three and had said we were transitioning to the summer, you know, like just there, there can be some wiggle room, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I know a lot of folks sometimes think that professors are just off completely during the summer and like we're just sitting by the pool all the time and that would be so fun, but that's not reality. What's that? Let me, how do I apply to be a professor? (laughs) I know, right? Um, Well, if that's what the description was, then man, I would be there too. I'd want to apply for that type of professor too. (laughs) But, you know, unfortunately, for many faculty, especially those who are on what's called tenure track, where you know they're they're going through this tenure process, the first you know five or six years, there's that's just not a luxury. Like the the summers really are like we're working on our research during the summer when we're not teaching in the class and when we're not engaged in service and committee work and things like that. So so yeah, even for me over the summer, you know I was busy with a lot of writing and research, but I think setting down CXMH giving myself permission to set more boundaries, you know, not being around as many people as I am during the academic year when we've got students here and colleague, my colleagues and faculty whom I love dearly and I love getting to work with them. But, um, but you know, just that shift when everybody's kind of out of the building working in their own spaces during the summer does give some freedom, you know, especially as someone who identifies with type two where, you know, I'm more wired to want to, you know, help people who are around me and I can feel their feelings and all the things that come with being a two. It's just nice to have that space for solitude uh, that the summer has provided. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I want to hear like, so, so you talked a little bit about the books and, you know, are there any things that you want to share with our listeners that you did this summer? Any fun highlights or things that you did? Um, we did, we did some traveling, you know, just visiting family and things like that, which, which was fun. Uh, we, I think we have, we knew it a little bit before, but I think this summer certainly cemented the difference between a trip with your kids, which is a trip and a trip without your kids, which is a vacation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a chance that's like a, a Kelly Ripa quote that I've, I've stolen somehow. Oh, that's right funny. Going you know, so we like went to the beach and visited uh, Brooke's dad for a bit and, and taking Gray with us, it, it's very different than like a vacation, right? Yeah. And so I think shifting the expectations around that was helpful mm. in terms of like, oh, I don't expect, I do expect it to be fun when I go on trips like that and stuff, but it's not like, oh, I can just, you know, be carefree and uh, it's just very different. Yeah. But still really fun to watch him like see the ocean hey, and things like that. Yeah. 
so we did some some traveling and things like that. A lot of a lot of resting. We got a lot more time together as a family since uh, Brooke runs a college ministry mm-hmm. and the campus that she does is closed for the summer. Like they don't offer any classes for the summer whatsoever. So her job during the summer is a lot more support raising, things like that. And so mm-hmm. um, she was home most of the time and, and things like that. Um, and then we were, you know, just transitioning into what would be this year where Gray is in like a full-time daycare. Yeah. And, it's a big, you know, big change. Like yeah. 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 So and he's grown up super fast. It feels like he's mm. like saying words now and whatnot. So a lot of like fun family things. Yeah. And singing baby shark, which we were just talking about before this, <laughs> before this lots call. Of, lots of baby sharks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. So, yeah. But, you know, just a lot of trying to be present in, in that chunk of time, knowing that we were gearing back up for like getting in like a full flow of things, which we haven't had in, in a while because last year Gray was in like a three day a week thing. And so I was home with him some days. And so this is the first time we're in the kind of like a full, what I would say is like a normal, like we all have our rhythms type of thing. Yeah. Since, I guess since, I mean, he was born right at the tail end of grad school for me. So it's been like a while since everything was kind of like a standard schedule, I guess, you know? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, finding that rhythm. I mean, and then the transition, like it's going to keep happening no matter what too, right? Like finding the rhythms, they change with each kind of season and stage of life. But I was just talking with someone the other day just about the fact that we're – maybe it was you. (laughs) Maybe it was during one of our calls. Um, Just (laughs) – Just about how we're like constantly, I know, well, just how we're constantly in a season of transition and, you know, it's just, yeah. Oh man. We've had so many conversations this week. I'm like crisscrossing between chats I've had with you with other people. So anyways. That's great. Yeah. Well, what about, what about you? Any highlights? I know you actually did do some reading and things of that nature. You mentioned some research and writing and. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, I. Um, I think I had told our listeners like right before the summer had launched that my family and I were going to go uh, out to Hilton Head for a week um, as a family. And we pretty much picked up Callie from school and then went home, packed up the car and just drove. Um, and we got to see you and Brooke and Gray and we got to see some of my family, um, which was great. And it was just good to have like a hard reset uh, as a family to just like take a deep breath um, and unplug from everything. And I mean, it was so good. Callie and I would, you know, go watch the sunrises on the East Coast, which were wonderful. And, you know, we just got to do a lot of fun things as a family that, you know, that space has kind of just become our little retreat spot, which has been good. So so that was great to start off the year. And then there were a bunch of, you know, yeah, I did read a bunch of books this summer. But I will first say that probably the main w- way that I was able to get as much reading done was because I had unplugged from social media over the summer too. Um, so I realized that I needed to unhook from social media for a time, A, to just give myself the permission to just unplug and stay focused and centered on um, the things that were right in front of me, including my family um, and friends and loved ones, but also some of the projects that I had going on. And and I want to definitely say 
please don't hear from me that I think that all social media is bad. I definitely <laughs> don't. I know you're, you would have said it if I didn't. So, um, and, and I know, you know, that that's my heart, that social media is yeah. not a bad thing, but for me, I needed a break and I needed to give myself that permission to take a break. Um, and be, in part because of some of these projects and I wanted to be more intentional with my loved ones. And I just was realizing a lot of ways in which, you know, as I would be writing through something that I was working on or, you know, spending time with folks, like I hate even admitting it, but, but when I would get to like a hard point in my writing or, you know, if I just wasn't uncomfortable in a certain situation, it's almost automatic for me to pick up my phone and check something, whether it's email or social media or text or whatever. And I just needed for my own spirit a, a time that that was not an option for me to jump out of that moment. Yeah. And so that yeah. was really good for me. So so I did that. Um, some of the books that, you know, that I had read over the summer included uh, Michael Gunger's This and Lisa Gunger's The Most Beautiful Thing. I read Cal Newport. He has a couple of books I read, one being Deep Work and the other called Digital Minimalism. And both of those were really good for kind of setting that stage for the summer to stay focused and present through my work and through my time with loved ones. And uh, and Ryan Kudra's From the Inside Out and a few of David Benner's books. But what I, what I did that was great was, um, you know, each day I would wake up and I'd practice my centering prayer in the morning. I'd go write for a bit before my family would wake up. And, you know, we'd kind of go about the day, like I'd get my work done, we'd go about the day. And then um, in the evening, when the kids went to bed, rather than getting my phone out and scrolling, I would read, and I'd get about a, an hour of reading in, and and that was really helpful for my heart, my spirit. Um, it was a good thing that I needed for me. Again, going back to the idea that we all have unique needs and ways of coping and taking care of ourselves, and those are going to be uh, unique based on who we are, our needs, the season of life that we're in. Um, and discerning those is really important. So, yeah. so I did, I mean, I really felt good by the end of the summer that I was able to take care of me, spend more time with my family, which is what I really wanted and, and able to get a lot done that I'm sure we'll talk about more in, you know, in the future, but yeah. Yeah. And then thankfully, well, the other thing is I had some great opportunities to talk with, um, the Council on Social Work Education back in May, um, we had a great conversation just about you know spirituality in social work, and that was an exciting conversation. And then I had uh, had to record an online class, which was actually kind of fun. Then that was up in DC, and then I ended up going back to DC towards the end of the summer to meet with um, some folks with the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration and the Center for Faith and Opportunity Initiatives. So they had brought a bunch of us up to talk about research related to uh, faith and mental health and just getting a better understanding of the landscape of where we are in terms of research, how we're equipping mental health care providers on this. And, um, and I'm so grateful to those organizations for bringing many of us together, which I'm happy, you know, to say that, you know, our listeners are going to get to hear from some of the folks who were at this uh, meeting this summer, because yeah. we'll be bringing some um, on for this upcoming season. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so it was I mean, it was a good summer. But I'm but as what we were talking about before, I definitely was able to practice some boundary setting that I think 
served well for that summer, but also are some things that I'm going to be able to carry into uh, this upcoming year, hopefully. So, yeah. 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 So what are you, uh, so in kind of taking your like transition there, I'm going to take some of those and move forward, right? As we head into season four here, Uh right? This is your second season as co-host, but last season, I know, especially at the beginning, uh, you were kind of trying to figure out, okay, how does this all work? Yeah, that's right. uh, You know, we were, I, I think I said like multiple times, hey, do, you know, take ownership. That's totally fine. You don't have to run everything by me. But I know there was this kind of tension of like, well, you started this, right? And, which I obviously totally, you know, appreciate. Yeah. And, and so now on my side, it seems like, hey, you are fully feel good about it. You're totally fine. Mm. It's like, hey, hey, you're used to what we're doing here. And you feel like, what are you most excited for heading into this season? Given that like the groundwork, you're a little more comfortable in this space, you know? Yeah. Well, first, I am super grateful that, you know, we get to continue to do this work together because I loved getting to partner with you on CXMH last year. And um, there definitely was a learning curve for me in trying to figure out the whole process and, you know, and and what it is, you know, that that you were kind of hoping for as much as you had mentioned, like I was really wanting to honor and respect that you had started this and, you know, and you had a vision for this and um, I appreciate you creating space and pulling a seat up at the table for me to speak into that too, but I really did want to honor you know, the work that you've done. But it is exciting to now have gone through an entire year and to have had a little bit of a break to sit and just sit with, uh, just rest with like this, I, you know, this whole experience of going through an entire year. But I am... Um, I mean, I'm super excited by the, some of the guests that we have coming up this year. I mean, I'm really excited. I mean, I can't, I, I'm like, I don't know how to, <laughs> I'm just, I'm really excited by some of the guests. I'm excited by the content and the ideas that we're going to be able to share with our listeners that, you know, even some of these ideas that feel new to me, like the ways in which some of our guests so far have articulated some of these really messy topics. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like that makes, yeah. that just helps so much to have language wrapped around some of these things. And um, so I'm excited to hold space for for these guests to be able to share their ideas and for our listeners to get to hear them. I'm excited, you know, well, I should say I'm, I'm humbled and grateful too. I want to mention that, like just how humbled and grateful I am for our listeners, the ones who have been listening to CXMH, you know, from the beginning or, you know, since I joined last year, or who are just continuing on this. I'm excited to get to serve them in this capacity again this year. And I mean, come on, I'm excited that I get to chat with you each week too, Robert. Like this is, it's, <laughs> Like I do love our our little chats that we get to have and, you know, we get to have them outside of the CXMH recordings too, but, but it's fun to get to learn together uh, with you and, you know, just to be able to ask these questions for these real, these incredible thought leaders that, that we get to bring onto the show. So, Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that's yeah. those are some things that I'm really excited for. What about you? What are you looking forward to this upcoming season? Yeah, I think a lot of, 
you know, I'll echo a lot of, of what you said of getting to hear from people and getting to have these conversations both with you, but also with all these people that are doing cool things and either, you know, kind of pioneering new fields of research and being able to pull out new information or even I love what you said about kind of wrapping language around things like mm. here's a new way of talking about this, this human experience, right? Yeah. So I think that's a lot of what we do in like the faith field and the mental health field and like all these kind of related fields, I think a lot of what we do has to do with how do we talk about the human experience in ways that are helpful to people or that people can connect with better. And there's, you know, maybe a whole spiel that I could go into there, but I think even getting to like, when I see things like that and think, oh man, that would be really cool to have, you know, a a deeper conversation on. And I think other people would benefit from Mm -hmm. that. And so things like there's a a perfect story, uh, maybe last week sometime before recording this, right? Mm -hmm. I listened to a podcast and there was uh, a doctor talking about rest and different types of rest. And I had never heard it broken up like that into these different types. And she did a really good job kind of unpacking, okay, maybe you're, you're trying to get the wrong type of rest. So if you're, you know, if one part of you needs refilling, but you're trying to sleep and, and refill, then maybe that's not. And and so I just, I thought that was such an interesting way of talking about things. And so I sent it over to you because I thought you would like it. I, I texted it to Steve Austin as yeah. well. But then when I got home- Which I'm almost I, done I listening website, to it, by the way. Finally, it, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. So I like went on her website and sent a message and she said, yeah, I'd love to come on. Let's try and get something that's scheduled, so right? Cool. But things like that where I can yeah. say, this is- a new way of talking about something that we all kind of talk about, but maybe this is a more helpful way yeah. or something like that. Even something like rest that we talk about plenty, yes. but to say, oh, this is like kind of a whole new refreshing way of looking yeah. at it. And then being able to, as excited as I was to hear it, say, okay, how can I also pass this on to other people? How can I like invite her into what we're yeah. doing so that like our listeners can hear about it, right? And we've talked before about how much I like connecting people yeah. and sharing. So like I texted, I texted it to you and I texted it to yep. Steve because I thought it was so cool. It's like that times a thousand, right? Because I get to say, I want more people to hear what you're doing or the way you talk about this. Here you go. Yeah. You know, it like gives a chance. To do and I think that is such a, a unique thing that we get mm-hmm. to do that like most people get to read a thing and send it to a couple people, uh, which obviously I do that as right. well. I, there was another that I read this summer that I ended up emailing you and Andy Colbert. Yes. All caps. That's right. The the unique kind of privilege that we have of doing that Mm -hmm. on such a cool scale is amazing. And, you know, that that ties in with kind of the thankfulness that you were talking about of people that have been listening and that trust our judgment in who we invite on. And we take that pretty seriously. You know, we have like long kind of conversations about, what type of people we want to have on, not type of people, but like what type of information do we want to have right. on, what, you know, things, trying to steward that well. That's and right. That, that comes out of like the thankfulness that people tune in and subscribe and rate and, and, and you know, support. join in this weird yeah. project with us. Yeah. And support. That's and right. So, I don't know. It's just, it is very humbling yeah. when I stop to think about 70,000 people have listened to I know. things so far or whatever, you know, like wherever it yeah. is. If you step back and go, oh my gosh, this is so cool that other people allow us to do this, you know? Well, and not just that they're listening, but then, you know, when we hear about people who share the episodes with others, you know, it's not just them listening into ours each week, but then they're going out and sharing it with others be like, hey, I think this would be helpful for you. Like that is just such, it is such an honor, y'all. I cannot even 
begin to explain how remarkable it is just that we get to do this. And I know in one of our previous attempts to uh, record this, you know, I talked about just the privilege that it is to get to be a part of our listeners' lives in, in this work and that we get to serve our listeners in this way. And just all the ways that, you know, I know the both of us, we really want to honor our listeners' time and their attention knowing that they could listen to so many other podcasts. And there are really good, good podcasts out there. But um, just the fact that we get to be a part of our listeners' lives by sharing some of this information or you know, introducing them, like you mentioned about connecting, getting to introduce them to, to you know, researchers or thought leaders or authors or speakers, it is just, it's amazing. And I love getting to hear some of the stories sometimes from our listeners, how like how these episodes are impacting them. So if that, you know, it's true for you, I really hope you, you know, connect with us on social media and, um, and communicate some of those things. I do also want, I was just thinking too, you know, probably a couple of things we should mention about this upcoming season is that we are going to have some more giveaways this season that, you know, we haven't really been able to do as much in the past, but we're going to be more intentional about that moving forward. So so I do hope our listeners will find us on social media and, and subscribe to our episodes so that they can kind of be in the loop on those giveaways. But also, you know, we're going to continue this effort in Patreon where we say, here are our upcoming guests that we're going to have on our um, show, or here, you know, here are some episodes we're going to be recording this upcoming month. So send in your questions or your the things you're curious about, because we really want this to be an engaging experience for our listeners to also be able to yeah. speak into and help us think through the interview questions and, and what it is that y'all are interested in hearing from these guests. So I hope you'll join us on Patreon. And that way, you know, you can see firsthand who our upcoming guests are going to be so that, you know, you can ask some questions that we can draw from and use in our interviews. Yeah. So we have that. And then the last thing that I was going to mention too, is that one of the things that Robert and I are going to get to do this year is um, we're going to be together in Indianapolis in November for the uh, North American Association for Christians in social work, uh, we have a, a session that we're going to do, but we'll we'll be there and hopefully have an opportunity to to meet folks who you know may be listening to the podcast and and will also be at that um, event. So I'm really excited to get to do that too. Yeah, well, and even on the on the front end, I I want you know people to know that this our our goal is always for this to be helpful and for it to feel very, I mean, you said engaging, yeah. right? But like, we want people to, to be, feel like they have some ownership, like they are a part of this right. thing because you really That's are, right. right? Like, I mean, you and I could record whatever we wanted, but if people weren't listening and sharing right. and all that, then it, it wouldn't be what it is. And so we love it when people suggest topics or people or things like that. You can use social media to do it. You can use on the website, there's like a form for uh-huh. things like that. But, but like any anything like that, we love yeah. hearing those types of things, right? Because I know certain people and you know certain people and we explore, you know, various mm-hmm. whatever chunk of right. the world that we right. know of, but everyone listening has a different chunk of the world that they right. know these people and they know this and they've heard of this and they saw this online, right? And so help us do that, you know? Like if you think this would be helpful for people to hear from or things like yeah. that, send it our way. We want to know. We can't obviously make everything happen because 
there's only a certain amount of time and and things like that and everyone's schedules. But we try, you know, when we get those, we try our very best to say, how can we do something with that? Right. Because that's what people are are wanting to hear about. So definitely send that stuff. Yeah. And, and if you're sitting, you know, if you're in your car or if you're at home or wherever you are hearing this, um, when you hear Robert say that, I hope you take it seriously because I know that I've heard things like that before and I'm like, yeah, but you're not really going to listen to what I have to say. Like, will you really pay You know, will you really do something with that or will you really reach out or, or whatever? And we really do want to hear. So, um, so just kind of set aside any of that worry and just please reach out to us. Like I've, we really are, this is an honest, genuine invitation. Um, so, so use that, yeah. but yeah, I'm just so, I'm just so looking forward to this upcoming season. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Oh, actually I want to ask you one more question. So what is, okay. what is one thing from this summer that you are going to very intentionally take and weave into this upcoming year? That you something that you learned from this summer that you're going to intentionally weave into this upcoming year. Hmm, that's a great question. I think, I mean, I talked some about like trying to create more space mm-hmm. for right. my own brain, right? Which uh, maybe that's a weird way of phrasing it, but I really do think that is is kind of how I can am conceptualizing it. Is I don't always necessarily need input, even though that's kind of my default, just personality yeah. style and you know, as someone diagnosed with ADHD, right, it's very hard for me to just like Mm -hmm. sit and exist. But I think, so I've been doing a lot of different types of reading and looking into a handful of topics for a a different project that is, you know, in the very beginning stages. But Mm -hmm. one of the the things that sticks out to me from kind of all the stuff that I'm compiling for that is how important presence is with other people, obviously. But then also I think about like, how present I can be with myself, right? So yep. there's been a, a thing that I've done a handful of times with clients and things like that where I set a timer for three minutes and I say, mm. we're going to sit here and do nothing for three minutes, right? And everyone hates it so much. Yeah. <laughs> which, And so afterwards I say, okay, how, you know, t- talk me through what happened. And it's usually something along the lines of for the first minute, they think about how dumb this is and they're paying for it and what, you know, what mm. kind of nonsense is this? And yeah. the second minute is usually some thoughts around like, well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Shouldn't I be able to sit here? And maybe, you know, I'm, you know, kind of shifts to the inward critical, whatever. And then mm-hmm. the third minute is usually when they say, and then eventually at that point I could, you know, I could kind of feel myself slowing down. I could feel those thoughts kind of slowing. I could, mm. I could feel some sense of relaxation and I was able to just kind of exist in that space. And that's yeah. in the span of three minutes. And obviously that's like a, kind of broad generalization. Right, right. But I think trying to, like I said, like weave in small minutes. So even if it's for three minutes, I'm going to set my phone timer and I'm going to, you know, instead of glancing at Twitter for three minutes, I'm going to do that. And that doesn't mean that I don't look at Twitter afterwards, right? But just creating those times of being present with myself, I think also heavily influences our ability to be present with others. And and that's kind of a a different topic, but. No, that is true. That's, I mean, and, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll uh, compile all that. Well, type of stuff yes, <laughs> yes. We could have a whole conversation on. Got but, some research on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think mostly that of trying to create kind of intentionally that space for, for myself to be, you know. That's so good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, what about you? Um, I think it's probably pretty similar. I think 
kind of going back to our conversation about discerning what it is that uh, we need at certain time points or certain seasons of life. And I think that is going to kind of lead some of what I do because I think what was good about the summer is I realized that I was capable of maintaining some boundaries, which can be really hard to do, especially, you know, especially for someone who identifies as a two, because um, I'm always, I tend to be much more aware and mindful and uh, intentional about others' needs than I am with my own needs. And, and those boundaries are things that I do need. And I mean, as we all do, right? One of the things that I did this summer that I was really grateful for, you know, in addition to the centering prayer and going to bed early, which I do want to keep that up, um, was that I, you know, I was in my therapist's office every week and the ability to, you know, practice what we preach on this podcast of taking care of ourselves and, you know, our, our, and all aspects of who we are. It just was really good to have this sacred space each week to just unpack the ways uh, in which I was engaging with my week or going about my week or the things that I was carrying, you know, almost envisioning like a tray where, you know, it's so easy for me to let other people just kind of throw a bunch of things on the tray that I'm trying to carry and balance um, throughout the week and to just have that space to unpack everything that's in the tray and look at it and, you know, and, and discern what are the things for me to continue to carry and what are the things that I need to heal and what are the things that I need to let go of and unhook from um, was so good. So, um, so I'm, I will definitely be continuing that because that is just, it's been so good. And, you know, and I, and I do think it's important for our listeners to hear too that that you know we really do practice what we preach and we say this is important. We're not just saying that; like you know, we we follow through in taking care of ourselves in this way because we are just as human as everybody else. I was going to so, say we, we try our best to take care of ourselves as we. That's right. As we preach, that's right. right. That's right. But we're not perfect. We preach, that's right, but it's but it's a practice. And in the same way that I cannot pick up a guitar and start playing like Dave Matthews, which I wish I could, I have to practice, right? And it's the same yeah. with taking care of ourselves. We have to practice it. So mm. so we we'll just, you know, keep practicing taking care of ourselves this upcoming season as we also serve our listeners as best we can with this podcast. So, yeah, nice. yep. Well, yeah. hey, I was a music teacher in a past life. <gasps> That's so, right. Hey, you want to teach I mean, me? A couple years ago, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll send over my my fees. <laughs> That's awesome. We're Callie. Actually, I'm going to tell you this, this quick story. Um, yeah. Over the summer, Callie. Uh, one of the things that we do is Dave Matthews Band. They do a bunch of like live recordings like they'll live stream their some of their concerts during the summer and so whenever that happened this summer Callie would go grab her guitar and we would sit in the living room and dance and Callie would play her guitar along with Dave Matthews band and oh it was so I have pictures it was so so much fun it's like one of my favorite things about the summer is you know, we're, we're not quite there at the point of bringing the kids to one of their concerts, <laughs> but, um, but I think Callie, it might be soon. I might bring her to one soon. Cause she's, she loves them. So that's awesome. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hey, if you want to connect with Holly, you can find her at Holly Oxhandler on Twitter or at Holly If you want to connect with me, you can find me at 
robert-vore.com or on any social media at Robert Vore. If you want to connect with the show, you can find it on any social media at CXMH Podcast or online at CXMHpodcast.com. Back in the swing of it. So yep. excited. I There was a pause there that I'm going to leave in because, hey, why not? Uh, as I tried to <laughs> shake Remember? the cobwebs out of, out of yeah. my brain of that spiel. But so excited to be back with you, yeah. Polly, and yeah. you, the listeners, uh, and can't wait to start sharing some of the conversations that we've been having and, and are going to be having soon. So that's right. Connect with us all over the place, however it is that works for you. We want to you know do this thing together with that's right. you, the listeners, and yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, and, and I really, I just want to thank you again, Robert, you know, for being such an awesome co-host and to get to do this, you know, to continue on with season four with you. And, and I really want to thank the listeners too. I mean, this, this podcast wouldn't exist without, without y'all. And, and for those who support in, in all the various ways that you support this podcast, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I hope you find that this upcoming season serves you well, especially as you go out and serve others. So thank you for the honor to get to uh, journey with y'all this upcoming year. All right. Well, let's stop this one, take a quick break, and then record it for a fourth time. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH Podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMHpodcast at gmail.com. A final note. If you're in a dark place today, struggling with suicidal thoughts, you are not alone. Professional help is available 24-7 at 1-800-273-8255.